millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome along to Look on the Bright Side. For some, it's starting to become easier to do the bright side. Maybe it's a return to work, settling into the new normal, or just being able to see that one friend for a quick socially distanced chat in the park. But for a lot, these times are still tough, and we thank you for taking some time out to look on the bright side with us. We hope you end this podcast with a smile on your face. If you are one of the lucky ones, then remember to check in with your friends and family. As we say each week, we can get through this together. On this week's episode, we have another four guests who have created their own new normal as it's being coined. From a worker taking his business on the road to furloughed workers pulling together to do their bits. We also explore a scheme helping some of the perhaps unknown victims of the coronavirus lockdown. Now, this week has been absolutely beautiful weather in the UK, and there's one thing I'll definitely be missing, and that is an ice-cold pint. But perhaps that's not entirely off the cards due to a fantastic initiative from Forest Road Brewing, and I'm joined by their director, Pete Brown. Welcome, Pete. Hi there. Thanks. Thanks for having me. My absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, before we get into this fantastic initiative, which I've already mentioned, I'd really like to hear about your background. So tell me about your role at Forest Road Brewing. How long have you been there? What do you do there? My name's Pete. I'm from I'm from Boston originally. I'm 34. I moved out to London in 2012, where I was a shift brewer at Camden Town Brewery. I worked with them for a couple years, left as their senior guy, wanted to do it on my own. And in the summer of 2015, I moved into a house on Forest Road, which is in East London, convinced my new flatmates that would be a good idea if we started making beer on our own and went out and found a a big old brewery to do a batch on. And then we started selling beer uh, for myself, which is Forest Road Brewing Company, as you know. And that was five years ago. I mean, I can imagine that when you set up, you had no idea that in five short years, something like this would happen and, you know, would turn the industry completely on its head. When you heard the news and particularly about the lockdown guidelines, what were your first concerns? So we have a our warehouse and tap room and bars located by the bottom of London Fields. And it's a very much a local watering hole for the community. My head brewer, James, and I were quite focused on the kit coming over here and getting things started up. And during that time, you know, the beginning of March, uh, we all kind of huddled around the TV every day at seven to see what was going on Mm. with the UK. 
And when they finally flipped it over into the lockdown, we turned the bar into an off license so we could keep selling our beer in packaged format to the neighborhood. And that was the first step. We have never really operated like that before, but we were very happy with with the turnout and our, our the support from our, our neighbors. We opened up the web shop a little bit harder and got on Deliveroo and did everything we could to sell beer. Uh, the only thing that was missing was the keg sales which is where this idea came out of, really. So this amazing idea, I mean, I don't want to take your thunder at all, but it's actually an ice-cold, contactless pint delivery service. Where did that idea come from? Uh, yeah, well, we've had all this this beautiful beer just locked away in, in its steel kegs in the warehouse. And we were thinking if people couldn't come to the kegs, then maybe we could bring the kegs to them. So I, I took some of the dispense equipment down from our tap room. Uh, drilled holes in the side of our of a little utility van that we have. Put a remote chiller in there. Put a gas canister in. Harnessed it up and got beer pouring out the side of it. And we didn't really know what was going to happen, but that that first week we put up a, like an appointment system on our website where people could book us as if we were coming to you know do plumbing work or something. <laughs> and by the end of that day, it was booked out till the weekend. And by the end of that, by the weekend, it was booked out. All the way into June, so we've we've seen a really really great response from people. And as you said before, it's just there's nothing quite like a, a cold glass of beer, especially when the weather's like this. Exactly. I mean, it's just not the same just having it at home. Uh, what neighborhoods do you currently cater for? So we we only do about a three mile radius from where we are, just so we can uh, have easy access to our licensed premise. But we did get another van this week and we are going to start opening up some more areas just just to make sure that everyone gets the best service possible. Uh, we'll kind of slowly grow out from here. That is amazing. And do you know how many pints you might have served so far? We've sold over 800 pints in the last two weeks. Oh, wow. That is just amazing. Yeah, it's really good. It's just about it's almost 20 kegs. And again, like I said, the kegs just stopped in March. So it's great to finally be chipping away at them, especially when it's in exchange for having extremely happy customers. I was just about to say that's 800 people I'm 100% jealous of right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been pretty great. I, I wish I had a camera with us on the first week just to see people when they see a pint for the first time. You get those their faces in slow motion when the, when the smile cracks it was just awesome oh i can imagine and how does the contactless element work exactly so uh we have uh gloves and mask and we we have disposable uh pint glasses that are sanitized come with a lid um we the person orders before we arrive we show up we pour it out of the side of the van we put the lid on it and we pop it on their front porch or the brick wall in front of their house, whatever's easiest. And and then uh, they can in turn enjoy great beer without going out into public to get them. And it's a win-win all, all around. It really is a win-win. And another win to this is that I gather it's also fundraising. There's a part of it that's fundraising for the NHS. Is that right? Yeah. Well, we had... We had, when this all first started, we had a batch of beer that was in tank due to be put in kegs. Uh, and the first week of March, Louis, my delivery guy, and I went and brought our local hospital 650 beers. And they were super happy about that. We were just thinking about them being down there when everyone else gets to stay at home. They had to keep trucking in to, 
to help everyone out. So we thought we could do a little bit bigger. So we turned uh, that batch that was due to kegs into a beer called Stay Home Lager. Um, nice. And we put a, a <laughs> new label on it and boxed it up. And, and that one we've done, uh, it donates a pound for every bottle sold, which is all of our margin directly to the NHS. That is amazing. And how much have you fundraised so far? Um, we've done about 7,000 so far. 7,000 pounds, yeah, to the NHS from beer, which is great. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, it's definitely win, 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 win. Everyone yeah. wins in this scenario, Everyone which is why it's just such a good initiative. Yeah, we, you know, we have to do our part. It's Everybody's faced with an unknown situation. We know that our business is beer. Why not turn that into something that can help out our community? It was the most rewarding thing that we could have done. People are going to drink anyway. It might as well be going to something that can help. Exactly. And I really do think that sort of there's a huge amount of pleasure that people get from really enjoying their beer and a huge amount of pride that people take in their beer. And if you're brightening someone's day in lockdown during days that aren't really the brightest anyway, I think that does a huge amount of good generally. Absolutely. It's awesome. It is really awesome. <laughs> now, obviously, this has done so well that it'd be a shame to see it stop anytime soon. Where do you see this going in the future? Well, the way we were looking at it now, it's everybody in every business everywhere keeps saying, you know, when it comes back to normal, when it comes back to normal. I think the reality is we're in the new normal and being able to adapt to that is the only way to grow. So as it is now, people need pint, want pints. They love beer. They can't go to, place, to places where they used to be able to get them. So we'll provide that alternative way while we can. And who knows, maybe maybe social drinking will happen more behind closed doors in the future. I think there'll always be a, a way for it. Amazing. And where can we go for more information? And where can we order, most importantly? Um, if you go to our web shop, or if you go to www.forestroad.co.uk, that's our website. There's a page there for our web shop, and there's also a, a tab at the top for pint delivery where you can set an appointment. But you got to be quick because they book like hotcakes. You know what? As people are looking for their Ocado slots, their waitress slots, I'm going to be up at midnight waiting for the next slots to be released for this because I think it's just so fantastic. Uh, Pete Brown of Forest Road Brewing, thank you so much for joining me on Look on the Bright Side. No worries. Thanks for having me. really appreciate it. A pick-me-up that a lot of us Brits would happily have right now. With the weather turning so nice this week, it's of course a shame we can't support our local breweries and pubs with a nice cold one in the sun. So that's two weeks in a row for beer stories. Perhaps something is on our production team's minds. Uh, let's perhaps move on quickly without exploring that one. Now, what do you do if you've just found yourself between jobs or furloughed during the crisis, but you want to do your bit? So joining me on Look on the Bright Side today is Nick Young and Felix Henderson of Look After. Now, I was really excited to speak to Nick and Felix because this is an area that I really care about. Uh, so obviously, a lot of people are finding it difficult to find work at the moment and are perhaps on furlough or perhaps even out in a job. So any solution to that, we think, is a really good one. Nick and Felix, thank you so much for joining us on Look on the Bright Side. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much. So Nick, you are the founder of Look After. Can you tell us how the idea came about and what the concept is? Sure. So um, I was working at a boutique agency in London, PR agency. It was really great, but um, I decided to take on a new challenge. So I accepted a job offer from another consultancy. And then that's when the coronavirus pandemic hit. Unfortunately, I was too late to stay where I was and the offer was rescinded from my new consultancy. So I basically just found myself kind of 
in a no man's land between the two of them. Tried my best to try and find a new role, but basically there was an industry-wide freeze um, happening and I realized that was quite unlikely. So um, facing the prospect of sitting at home with not much to do, locked down, I thought I might as well put my skills to use, um, try and grow my experience and network. So wanted to do some uh, pro bono work for charities and then thought it'd be better to do it as a group rather than just myself. So I set up Look After with the view of gathering some people together, finding some work and keeping busy while networking. It's such a great idea. And then Felix, how did you get involved with the project? Interesting, really. Nick and I actually met a couple of years ago. We worked together at another business um, and I think we were bonded straight away by a shared entrepreneurial streak and ambition. I was in a, a different role to Nick, obviously, at the time, but was furloughed like so many other people out there. And it was kind of then when I saw the post that Nick had put on LinkedIn and in the first 24 hours, you know, it went mad, um, you know, tens of thousands of views. And I think when it got to that stage and Nick could probably talk more about whether that, you know, something he expected or not, by that stage, it became quite clear that we were able to, you know, to build something quite big here. Um, so Nick and I got on the phone together, chatted and agreed that this was probably a good time to, you know, come together, use our entrepreneurial ambition for something good and, and see how far we can build this initiative. I mean, you say that there was such a massive engagement from the beginning. Do you think that you guys were really tapping into an area that a lot of people were interested in? I do think so, yeah. I think it was right at the beginning when, um, so obviously there are a few similar initiatives now, um, more sort of matchmaking services. But um, at the time, I think a lot of people were wondering, what am I going to do with all this time? How am I going to keep my uh, CV looking strong? And how am I going to bounce back from this? So I think it was very well-timed. And then, yeah, as Felix said, so I've, I kind of imagined it'd be a couple dozen people might join me. Um, but within the first sort of week, the post had picked up probably over 40,000 views. It's now at 65,000. Um, and we'd had 200 applicants in within the first two weeks. So, yeah, very strong take up. And as you said, I think um, just so many people were in my situation. And another thing we're shocked at, I thought it would kind of be people in a similar uh, level to me but we've had sort of directors of companies heads of former agencies everything like that so it's been quite astonishing and in some ways shocking and saddening to hear the kind of how widespread this is and how many people it's affected and how big is your network of professionals now so we're now at about 250 people which we can put 50 of them to work at the moment so we have 50 people looking after all of our accounts and keeping them ticking incredibly but yeah we're, we're trying to work out how to get those other people busy as well. But the network currently stands about 250 people. That's incredible. And what sort of companies have you worked with so far? It's a really wide range. I mean, at the moment, we're, we're servicing eight charities um, and helping them get their voice out there. And they spread a range of different areas. So two charities focusing on the homeless issue, uh, two hunger charities, one on domestic violence, which has obviously become an incredibly prevalent issue, particularly with so many people stuck in lockdown, uh, a couple of great initiatives that are really focused on raising money for the NHS and the NHS charities, um, and one that's actually trying to raise money for the UN Foundation as a whole. So it's such a breadth of different initiatives, you know, trying to find the skill set of people to match that has been a really exciting challenge. But, you know, only in, in the sort of six or seven weeks, the level of work that the teams have produced has been really nothing short of extraordinary, particularly given that we're all volunteers doing this in, in essentially free time. I mean, just the way that you talk about how you guys are working with charities, it's just amazing that this is sort of, you know, threefold now that you're helping out professionals, you're helping out companies, and now you're also helping out charities as well. That's amazing. Have there been any highlight moments for both of you? Personally, I think actually it was, it was this week, kind of the best example currently 
of look after's work and what we're kind of wanting to do is um i was put in touch with dr sharon raymond a week ago yesterday who had set up a, a foundation called the covid crisis rescue and among other things they uh, they've set up this service to deliver oximeter probes around london for free so these probes basically measure your oxygen saturation level and can monitor whether your oxygen levels have dipped below a safe level so it's basically a life-saving tool and the service has been set up to get these to people around london in an hour and a half for free and um we managed to secure the press association to help with the launch yesterday so yesterday we we're just watching 250 pieces of coverage including national titles some radio interviews have gone out now speaking to some tv interviews so that was just amazing just within a week of meeting this person and hearing about this initiative we'd launched it across the country and it's staggering to see the results Oh, that is amazing. How about for you, Felix? What's been your highlight so far? It's such a good question because obviously there are so many, as cliche as that sounds. I think for me, the highlights pop up quite often. I mean, what's quite amazing to see, you know, it could be 9pm on a Friday when a lot of our volunteers are either, you know, freelancers with no other work. They're not getting paid for this. They're either furloughed, so they're more than entitled to spend that Friday afternoon soaking up the sun. Yet our internal communication channel and messages are just pinging off you know, late into the night on a weekend. And to see that level of dedication, I think it shows we've touched on something really key here, which is the enjoyment people get from working on accounts that are doing social good. But for me to see that level of dedication uh, in a volunteer setup has been really nothing short of extraordinary, to be honest. And if there's a professional listening now who is really keen to join the network or perhaps a company listening who really wants to recruit your services, where can they go for more information? Um, so our website is uh, uk, and there it kind of gives a bit of a story about us and then has a contact page both for anyone who wants to join the network or any business who wants who needs some support. Um, and through there, then it comes directly to Felix and I. We then uh, chat to you whether you're wanting to join us or work with us and then we go from there. Wonderful. Felix and Nick of Look After, thank you so much for joining me on Look on the Bright Side. Thanks so much for having us. Right. We'll be back after this short break with an interview exploring a scheme we think you might want to get involved in. And of course, it's all for a good cause. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. We've seen an incredible amount of interest in podcasts at the moment, and there's no surprise whether you need to pick me up, a bit more connection, or just a bit of time to yourself. Now, as well as listening to Look on the Bright Side, we have another recommendation for you this week, and this is for the parents. Made by Mamas is a podcast all about lifting the veil on parenting, whether it's celebrities with their true stories, or an expert giving valuable advice, or even just getting to hear Zoe and Georgia, those are the hosts, talk about their favourite products and new experiences. Now is quite a difficult time to be a parent so they've even increased their episodes to two per week not just to help you get through it but help you to thrive on it just search made by mamas wherever it is you found this podcast now we've had a lot of interviews on this podcast that are win-win but for this next interview it is just win-win-win-win-win you help yourself you help the environment and you help someone who could really use your help On Look on the Bright Side, one impact of coronavirus that we haven't yet discussed is the impact on the clothing industry. And this is actually massive because not only are lots of clothes going to waste by going to landfill, but a lot of workers who rely on that income, they're worse off because of this. And that's where Lost Stock comes in. Joining me today is Callie Russell, the founder of Lost Stock. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having us and letting letting us tell this story. So let's tell that story. Where did the idea for Lost Stock come from? How did that inspiration strike you? So the whole idea from Lost Stock came from reading articles in the BBC and from The Guardian about uh, the issues that have been caused around the world by coronavirus to garment workers. So if you think most of the products that, that we wear in the UK, in the US and kind of across Europe have likely been made in countries like Bangladesh and India and, and China. So what's happened is because all of our stores are closed, all of a sudden all the orders for these new products that were meant to be delivered to stores have been cancelled, which has resulted in you know companies not being paid and loads of issues much earlier in the supply chain. So for example, in Bangladesh, where 84% of their economy is linked to garment manufacturing, uh, they've seen over $2 billion worth of clothing orders cancelled uh, and have now seen about 2 million people lose their jobs because of the kind of the lockdowns and the issues that that's caused earlier on in the supply, uh, later on in the supply chain. I totally get why brands and retailers have had to cancel these orders. Like if your stores are not open, you're not taking any money and and how can you then continue to buy stock? But it does create a problem for those people less fortunate and often in countries where there is no support net. So what we decided to do with Lost Stock uh, was that we would launch uh, an offering that allowed consumers to buy the clothes that have been abandoned or have been lost uh, at a discount Uh, So basically taking away the retail margin in the offering, but at the same time, directly funds workers in one of these countries. We ended up focusing on Bangladesh because, as I mentioned, they are hugely exposed to this. But we also, because of the kind of the connections between the garment trade in the UK and there, that's where we felt that we could start to kind of kick off with. So the idea is, is really, really simple. Shoppers buy a box of clothes for £35 you get about £70 worth of value in that box. And these are clothes that were destined for our high street ed anyway. Uh, And at the same time, we support uh, a worker and her family in Bangladesh 
for a week uh, with food aid uh, through an amazing NGO called the Sajita Foundation. So it's a real win-win situation. For you as a shopper, you're getting a great deal and you're getting some great clothes, but more importantly is you're supporting the very, very start of the supply chain and helping a worker at a time when there is the potential for thousands of these people to die uh, of starvation. What I think is so amazing about this campaign is that you have a direct impact. Like you said, you go right to the start of the supply chain so you can make an impact really early on there. What has the response been like from people trying to get involved? It's been unbelievable so when we when we launched this and and when this has been recorded we've been live now for for eight days when we launched this we set ourselves a goal of selling about ten thousand boxes in the space of a month uh within the first seven days we sold sixty two thousand boxes so that means that we can support sixty two thousand families uh, already, which is just unbelievable. Obviously, that means there's now kind of more logistics challenges for us and more buying challenges. But in the past kind of two days, I think we've had like four people to help us with that uh, to kind of support us who have just you know dropped what they were doing and kind of jumped in to, to help us kind of navigate that piece through. And we're now aiming to help about 100,000 people and their families. So it's, you know, we give away a food box which lasts about a week and it has some sanitation products within it as well uh, for, a, for a family of four. So we're aiming to help uh, 100,000 workers by by the end of, hopefully the end of this month, if not at the start of next month. That is an absolutely incredible number. That's actually quite mind-blowing how many boxes have been sold already. So what sort of, what's the decision-making around what goes into a box? How does that work? So my, my, my normal company and, you know, our day-to-day business and, and Lost Stock is, is part of, of the other company uh, is called Malsy. And basically what we do is we do trend analytics and, and data for big retailers. Uh, so we're using the things that we have created on that side to, to match consumers against clothes. So when you buy a box, it's not just some random things thrown into it. We take information from you. So we get your age, we get your uh, what gender you're buying from, we get your uh, what what uh, you know what size you are as well. But then we also ask questions about which types of colors you like, and you know what do you, do you like plain, do you like patterned, those sorts of different points. So that when we're matching the box to the consumer, we're making sure as much as possible that we're going to fill it with stuff that we think you're going to like. We're only doing tops just now. Uh, but we're asking people if you'd like to buy a box of something else to tell us uh, so that we can kind of understand demand. And if we can do other boxes in the future, we'll then do other boxes. Because, you know, for us, there's there's so much stock that has been left, that has been lost in this process. Uh, and we want to make, we want to give it a home. We want to give it a home because we don't want it to end up in landfill uh, or potentially being burnt. Uh, and instead, you know, at the same time, we want to support the workers that, that have created these products. See, I just see this as just win, 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 because the idea of getting like basically a surprise box of clothes is really exciting. Do you think that's part of the appeal? The way I described it to someone the other day is it's basically like you're buying a surprise pez present for yourself, like for later on in this year. So yeah, like, exactly. Exactly you. that. Yeah, you're treating future you. Yeah. So in, it, we're about, it's going to take about, about six to eight weeks to deliver everything now. We've had to push up our delivery time slightly just because of the, the, the demand so far. Uh, but yeah, you're, it's a win-win-win. You get something nice, that, but you don't know what it's going to be yet. So it's a little present, little surprise for yourself. You help the, the environment and you also help workers at the same time. We're going to try to add a fourth win which will be that if you don't like anything that's in the box we're trying to line up charities to work with in the uk so that you can then donate that to those charities as well so yeah like it's it's one of those sorts of great offerings that everyone benefits is in, in taking part in it 
That's it, exactly. And just then you actually mentioned the environment. And it's no secret that the clothing industry has come under fire for its impact on the environment. Do you see loss stock continuing even after the pandemic ends for this reason? We are, we're looking at all the different things just now because, you know, we're, we're eight days in. So we're not going to sit here and say this is what we're going to do in the future or those sorts of different things yet. But we're looking at lots of different options. And the response has just been unbelievable from people that there is clearly something in this world that we can do that can help people that can help the environment and everything else that goes with it our first thought in all of this was let's just go and start you know i'm a big big believer of the way to make real change in the world is not to sit and talk about it for ages is actually just go and try to do it and if people want Mm. it then fantastic and just keep going and keep kind of navigating your way through it so so that's what we've done here and hopefully we can make something that is sustainable that is impactful that we can continue to have running for for the foreseeable future uh, to make an impact uh, to to lots of people in lots of different ways. Now, thinking about you personally, Kelly, obviously this has been an absolute whirlwind. I mean, eight days. It's just astonishing to me that this is at the level that it's at after such a short period of time. How has this affected you personally about how you perceive the world? And do you think it's going to change you going forwards after this period is over? Oh, 100%. Like I am blown away about how many amazingly nice people there is in the world. And that goes from, you know, people buying a box, people sharing a box. I'd love to tell a story. There was an, a, an old lady got in touch uh, with our office th- uh, as a phone call because she read about it in the news and she doesn't have access to the internet, but she wanted to buy a box. So she was phoning to see if she could buy a box. Over the- and I was like, that's just amazing. Like, that's just such a nice thing for people to do. Uh, you know, from that to people from a business sense, you've had some amazing partners, you know, from influencer agencies, from kind of logistics people, like all these things, it's different things. They're all up on our website. So many people want to help with this now. It's it's absolutely unbelievable. So I think it is probably restored a little bit of my faith in humanity that people do want to do good. People do want to have an impact to the world. And actually, if we can all work together and we can all put our egos to the side and you know our special interests and all those sorts of different things, we can go and do something really, really big, really, really quickly. Uh, and that's what we should all be trying to do because wouldn't the world be a nicer place if we all worked like that? I think you've really hit the nail on the head there because I've interviewed a couple of people now and the thing that really comes across from everyone is that they're just so surprised at the amount of, like you say, amazingly nice people there are in the world. And we're all about celebrating amazingly nice people on the podcast. So how can we get involved with Lost Stock? How can we order a box? So if you want to buy if you want to buy a box, uh, please go to loststock.co. I think we now own .com as well, but don't quote me on that. Uh, there was a domain squatter on it until some point recently, and I think we've managed to get them off it now. So now that's us as well. So please go buy a box, loststock.co or .com, maybe, maybe not. Uh, and secondly on that is if you buy a box, please talk about it. Please share it. Like so much of our traffic has come from people buying a box and then posting to Facebook, posting to Twitter you know telling a friend just going through all that same sort of process so please if you buy a box do that if you cannot afford to buy a box because i know just now you know everyone's you know the world is a very scary place and people aren't spending as much money if you can't afford to buy a box please still tell other people about it direct them to us you know we're on instagram at lost stock uh, underscore you know we're on twitter we're on facebook come and join our journey like you know this is going to be an amazing ride we've signed up to be totally transparent about everything that we do we've got you know all the information about where all the money goes is on the website we're putting in place a transparency committee we're doing loads of different things so come and be part of it you know share it 
just yeah come it's going to be great fun i promise you as well like we're going to do good good to the world but we're all going to have fun whilst we do it at the same time i think that's really really important amazing i am definitely going to order my box straight after this you haven't ordered a box <laughs> the only reason i agreed to do this was because they told me that they'd all bought boxes already this is a disgrace i know i'm joking no please go buy a box after this. i actually will you've you've completely sold me on the idea i think that's amazing thank you so much for joining us and look on the bright side callie pleasure thanks for having me Thanks for listening and taking a bit of time to look on the bright side with us. Please help us spread the good news by sharing Look on the Bright Side with a friend or family member. Let's help everyone through this tough time and beat it together. If you've got a story you think we should be featuring, then send us an email. We'll put the address in the podcast description for you. We'll be back next week. But before we go, the words of a song I'm pretty sure you know. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.